welcome back to Show Talk Podcast, the place where I talk, you talk, and we talk about shows. Are you still there? I mean, it's been so long. How, how are you? I mean, is that just not a recurring pattern that I do now? I just re- record and upload when I can? So sorry. But for those of you who are still here, I am thankful for you and grateful as always. Because this episode, this episode, I hope you're here with me. Because I was, I'm in shock, okay? In this episode of How Are You Gonna Outrun the World, it's some strong statements because it looks like the virals are finally fighting back. Yeah, and we should be prepared on how that affects the rest of the season because it's it's going to, especially with the drama between Tim and Jonas and then everything that's going down with Amy, the new players that are coming in. Oh, <sighs> Clearly, I'm getting ahead of myself because just so much went down. But we're going to start off with a quick recap, as always, in what went down during Whose Blood Is That? And we'll smooth our way right into this episode. Now, last week, it seemed like we were continuing with the pattern of looking at what was going on with our virals. Last time, we saw what happened to Shauna and her life story. And this week, or that week, the week before... You know what I mean. It looked like we are going into what was going on with Carter and how he ended up with Project Noah. It started off easily enough with a girl. And is that not how love betrays us with our own heart and end up in prison? No? Is that that just Carter? Because clearly he ended up falling for the wrong one when he ended up falling for Rachel, a realtor looking to smooth her way in, I guess, because she wasn't all that she appeared to be. She was married, for one, to an abuser who had a lot of money. And when Rachel finally got caught and realized that Carter was not going to be standing beside her for long, or at least she thought Carter wasn't going to be standing beside her for long, apparently, possibly, I don't know if this was confirmed, ended her own life. And our poor, poor baby Carter felt responsible for why she died and Tim our main viral our head honcho in the vampire coven used that weakness against him in trying to persuade Carter to come over to the other side promising that he'd be stronger that no one would be able to manipulate him again and he'd have the power finally that he always wanted and although he he fought for so long it just wasn't enough and Tim was able to overwhelm him enough with his own powers to get him to switch over to the other side, even if it was forcefully. And we had to say goodbye, which was really sad because you could finally see a bond between Carter and Amy, which I actually think was good for Carter's mental health, especially in his guilt and what he felt for Rachel. And it finally felt like we had an ally, if in case anything went bad, against Tim. Because if Carter wasn't susceptible to the virus, then maybe we had another chance, another fighter on our side. Amy and Carter versus Tim, Shauna, and the rest of the virals. But now with Tim and his hooks into Carter, who knows how that tide may turn for us. So I feel like this would be an appropriate moment to just have a A moment of silence for our poor Anthony Carter, you know, a fighter 
who was in the wrong place at the wrong time, who fell in love with the wrong woman and in the end was just looking for a second chance. R.I.P. to your humanity, friend. R.I.P. Now, although this episode did focus on mainly on Carter, that was not all that went down. We saw a lot of what could happen when the virals continuously interact with you over time, specifically in the relationship between Wilson, one of the viral subjects, and Paulson, one of his guards. It seemed that Wilson had gotten into Paulson's head so badly that he kind of just snapped and he was looking for a way to escape with Wilson. Now, you have to remember that Wilson has been telling Paulson that he's loved him, that he's going to be there for him, and possibly even plans that the virals have taken place. And so it's very hard to not feel for Paulson because we don't know the extent of powers that the virals may have, especially when they're able to communicate with them mentally. And seeing as Wilson was a strong, out of, it seems, all the virals, deep, deep murderer, that I wouldn't want to have that man in my brain either. And in order uh, to have insurance in protecting both himself and Wilson, Paulson goes out to say that he has a viral of Tim's blood, the contaminated blood out in the loose. And if he doesn't escape, that he's going to set that free. And we all know what would happen if that got on the loose. And although we got close, close to figuring out where that viral was. No thanks to Clark, we lost that chance. We lost the one viral that could be out in humanity doing who knows what. We have Wilson who is stronger than ever and we don't know what he's going to do next if he's following orders or if he's on his own. And that's kind of where we go into this week's episode. Wilson specifically, but how his actions affect those around him both the virals, Amy, Brad, and the rest of Project Noah. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, it seems like an appropriate time to go back to the start, the way start, of Tim and Jonas and the start of Project Noah and the virus all the way back there, because that takes great importance in this episode. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, it seems like an appropriate time to go back to the beginning, the way beginning of Tim, Jonas, Project Noah, the virals, the way back. Because that takes a very important turn in this episode and it needs to be broken down a little bit more. So when you look at the relationship between Jonas and Tim, you start to realize that there have been cracks from the beginning. And now that Jonas has been possibly infected with the viral, You're able to see an interaction between him and Tim a lot more throughout the episode. They're actually physically talking to each other, well, mentally talking to each other. And it seems like the elephant in the room between the both of them is Elizabeth, Jonas's wife. Now, it looks like Tim, through his flashbacks, shows Jonas that he's had feelings for Elizabeth throughout their entire friendship. And some of that was even possibly reciprocated. And that lets you know how Project Noah was really started. We have to remember that Jonas created Project Noah or went looking for the virus in hopes to cure Elizabeth from her Alzheimer's. Now knowing that Tim had had strong feelings for Elizabeth 
no wonder he was looking to finance something that might not even be real, not might not even be true in order to protect someone that he loves. Again, another cycle, love, ruining things for everyone. Keep that in mind. <laughs> or possibly just the strong motivator that you need to be the best viral vampire that you can be because Tim lets Jonas know that he is even the playing field, maybe even has won a couple of laps over Jonas because now that he has this telepathic ability to communicate with those who may not be able to communicate back, he has the ability to contact Elizabeth, to speak to her on a level that Jonas hasn't been able to reach since he's been looking for this cure. And now this this one thing that he had to finally be with his wife, to finally get a second chance with her away from Tim is possibly going to be his downfall because where Jonas sees this cure, this this virus as something evil and dark, Tim sees this as a beginning, as a way to change the world, as a way to be stronger than those who look down upon him. And something that he's been feeding not only to himself, but to all the other virals that he has been connected to. And someone else he wants to be connected to on a whole another level that we never even saw was Elizabeth. He wants that connection, whether it's within a relationship with her or possibly even through this virus with her. And he even goes to threaten that to Jonas, letting him know that he has the ability to get to Elizabeth where he can. Who is stopping Tim from creating Elizabeth to become this, this viral, this virus that has been spread? He has the power. He thinks that this is a great way to cure her. This is the only way to cure her as of, and he wants to one-up Jonas. So what is stopping him? Apparently nothing, because Tim goes and uses Grey to inject Elizabeth with the virus. Now, although Elizabeth shows signs of clarity now and understanding, we know that this isn't going to last long. She is going to start deteriorating fast because we know that the virus takes hold better in those younger and around Amy's age. And Elizabeth is obviously not. Although Tim is okay with what she's going to turn into, we know that Jonas isn't. And that is just a sign of the war that's going to come between Project Noah and the virals. This, I feel like, is the turning point between the two of them and how everything goes down from here on out. And we see this a little bit more in what's happening outside of these conversations between Tim and Jonas in the moves that the other virals are making on their own, specifically Wilson. Now, where we thought that we were done with Wilson's shenanigan in the last episode, that's not the case because he sees an opportunity and he takes it. With the incoming of Horace Gilder, a member of the Department of Defense, and it seems like he's aiming to change the tide of Project Noah from looking for a cure to possibly weaponizing them for the government. Now, this isn't the first time that Project Noah has switched hands in methods of leadership and direction, but we're finally seeing it take a negative turn and how it might affect Amy, the rest of the virals, and those in charge. Although he hasn't seen it yet, he knows that Amy has 
possible powers that has manifested from this virus. And he thinks that he can use it to his benefit. Now, if things didn't seem crazy now with the fact that Department of Defense clearly want to use a 8, 11-year-old as a weapon, we see more power changes between Project Noah, specifically between Dr. Sykes and Dr. Pett. Dr. Sykes wants to keep Project Noah the way she intended it to be, finding cures and protecting those that she cannot. Where Dr. Pett, who since the beginning has been looking for a chance to one-up his game and be a change, not for the better, but for his own profit and name, is looking to use these virals to his own advantage. And he lets Gilder know that he has a possible chance of controlling the virals. And he wants to start off with Wilson. Why? Wilson, the murderer. We want to start off with him to see if we can control him. The possibility of this backfiring is so high, it's laughable. But with Dr. Petz being so far up his stethoscope that he cannot see the fact that Wilson has been manipulating him the whole time. As they're doing trials and where he tries to connect his his mental capacity with Wilson's, you see that it works, possibly. Wilson seems to be taking commands from Pet. He seems to be understanding him and working to the tune of Pet's drum. However, when it comes time to show off this new development to Gilder, it doesn't work. Because we all know that Wilson knows when to strike, knows when his best options to escape is. He feels powerful. He's able to just last episode control Paulson. What makes us think that he can't do the same thing to Pet? However, he does it on a whole new level that we never expected. He's able to physically control Pet as if it was his own meat puppet to unlock his shackles and set him free. And now we have Viral on the loose. On the loose. And his first victim, Pet. Now, I'm not going to say I was sorry about this death. This is probably the one death so far that I was double clapping and standing ovation because he's been getting on my nerves since the first episode. But now we have to understand that this, again, changes the game because apparently Tim didn't want Wilson going off on his own and this messes it up for everyone else. They apparently had a plan of when to strike. Maybe it was to use the people that they designated to escape. Maybe I was thinking Tim with Jonas and Shauna with Clark and who knows how that was going to work. However, now that Wilson has made the, his own break, you don't know how Project Noah is going to react. Will they decide to scrap the rest of the virals? Will they, like the mindset of Gilder, decide to use them on a whole different level? We don't know. And now that Wilson is free, we know that the only person that has connections to him that is able to possibly take him in, if not Clark and the rest of his team, is Amy. And that's very dangerous to think about, seeing as Amy has been developing these said powers that Gilder wants, that Gilder wants to use and to weaponize. Luckily, throughout this episode, we had the best thing happen that I was so excited to watch and to see on national TV, and that is Black 
girl magic because Dr. Sykes goes out of her way to threaten Gilder that she is not going anywhere and she's going to do whatever it takes to protect Amy, even to the part of helping her escape with Brad. Now, this might seem like such a small thing to some of you, but seeing female actors specifically females of color coming together and standing against a united evil force is mind-blowing and it's just ugh, I loved Dr. Sykes in this episode the fact that she went out of her way to protect Amy risking her job risking her life just to get them to escape or possibly escape ugh. The claps were real. I forgive her of all past sins in this episode because she's redeeming herself in my eyes. And I can't wait to see what that might might mean for her throughout the rest of the season. Whether she's going to join Brad and Amy in closing down Project Noah once and for all or I, I don't know. Options for her are unlimited and I can't wait to see that development from here on out. And now that Brad and Amy have again a chance to escape, we see something that I was actually kind of surprised to see this episode, so early in the episode at least, and that is a showdown between Wilson and Amy. And as Brad is fighting strongly and valiantly to protect Amy, she ends up saving him with a scream, a powerful scream, strong enough to have Wilson running. And it just shows another development of what her powers could be be forming into. And it looks like she's a lot stronger than the viruses that are there now. I mean, let's lift off her powers. We have mind reading. We have, she can talk to Shauna and the rest of them. So telepathic she's strong yeah we have the scream a new power that we didn't see before and she is good against the cold her body is immune to certain things she can run really fast there's just a list of powers that we've been able to see so far between them and it's only been what two episodes since she's been injected who knows what we'll be able to see from here on out and I'm excited to see it honestly I'm excited to see how strong she's able to become because of it and also her growth mentally because of it we saw this episode a little bit the fact that her being different the fact that she has to fight these guys mentally at least right now that she considers evil is taking its toll on her she's scared of what she's going to become scared of what brad is going to see her become since right now that seems like her only family and we don't know how this is going to affect her so uh, fingers crossed you know she has a lot of people on her side right now brad dr sykes lila and lacy the hope is that no matter what she becomes she'll have that support that's able to rein her in because where look at Carter. Although he churned, we're able to see still a good side to him. It looks like he's still kind of fighting for us, at least internally. Externally, he's part of the bad guys, at least I think for now. I don't know. We'll see. But internally, he says that he's there for Amy, and I want to see that throughout the episode. And if Carter can stay strong and 
show that he's still who he is, even with the virus taking hold of him, who knows how far Amy's going to succeed in fighting off the virus where it's important. I feel like we forget that although they need to fight off physically the effects of the virus, they also need to fight off mentally the effects of the virus. How that's going to affect them with Tim being the leader of all of them so far and also with the hunger that comes with it. We can't forget that they drink blood, that they can't go out in the sun regularly. That's a lot to take in mentally. And seeing that even a little bit in the last couple episodes, the struggle that Amy has go- going through with it, it's just the kind of character development that I'm looking for in a show, that this show provides. I can't I can't wait to see more, obviously, and I hope you guys are too. What are the things that you liked about this episode? What are the, some of the things you didn't like about this episode? I loved, of course, my little black girl magic moment between, or black women, black women magic? I don't know. But I loved seeing Dr. Sykes and Amy stand together, especially when I've been considering Dr. Sykes a bad guy this entire season after her decision to take Amy in. Um, I liked seeing that little bit of Lacey this episode. I I always got my eye on her. Can't, can't forget her. I liked seeing the meat puppet. Not gonna lie. I liked seeing that the virals have a new power and able to physically control humans. Is that, is that not crazy? That's a spin off of a, off of a vampire that I've never seen before. And not gonna lie, I was not too sad to see Pet go. Karma, you know, karma. (laughs) Well, that's all I got for this week's episode. Like always, if you like me, if you like this show, keep watching, keep listening. I hope you're telling everyone that The Passage comes on at 9 p.m. We are so close to the finale and that's crazy, but I love every second of it. I hope you are coming back to listen here and as we break down every episode, bear with me in the releases, but they are coming. Don't worry about it. I hope to have everything before the finale be caught up by then and so we can digest it all together because of course it's going to be a two-hour finale. Is that not crazy i'll be there i hope you will too keep the conversation going on on twitter at showtalk podcast or on my website at showtalk.blog and i hope to see you soon but like always keep talking